0: Today on The Grid, our topic is how would I edit your photo? A bunch of folks have sent in raw or unedited JPEG images, and I'm gonna take them from start to finish in Lightroom or Photoshop. Big surprise, Eric Kuna is not here. That's right, he's out gallivanting again, but Stu is here in our studio audience, so somehow we will persevere. And of course, we've got some cool giveaways to some folks watching the show live. It's going to be what I predict to be a fun, fun day on The Grid, and it all starts in just 23.2 seconds. Let's go. One, two, three, the Grid is brought to you by Platapod, the tripod alternative that is changing the world. Everybody has a Platypod. You should too. Go to platypod.com. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another live episode of The Grid. As you can see... I'm all alone. Well, Stu's here in the studio audience, so I do have some backup, but basically Mr. Kuna is out gallivanting. This is a legitimate gallivantation. He is is celebrating his 20-year wedding anniversary, so they went and took a very special cruise and all that, so I'm going to give him this one. It's okay. It's all right. Normally, his gallivanting is unapproved and is and, it, and it requires disciplinary action. We're going to give him this one anyway. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm I'm kidding, of course. Welcome. I'm very glad you're here today um, to witness my unfortunate wardrobe malfunction. So uh, I got my new uh, holiday wardrobe in the fall wardrobe, actually, and I got my my new Gonbop's Conga shirt on. But unfortunately, I didn't realize it until this morning. It's long sleeve right no one buys a long sleeve shirt in florida this is my fall collection but all fall means in florida is it's not quite as hot but it's still hot so i have this today you're gonna see it and it looks weird and it is what it is i love the shirt i didn't really want Long sleeve, but it is what it is. Okay, what do we have going today? Uh, first off, next up, we've got coming up in just a few weeks the worldwide photo walk. All right, our 15th annual Worldwide Photo Walk. You know what I said, I meant, is coming up on October 7th, Saturday, October 7th. The whole world is walking. And go to worldwidephotowalk.com to join a walk. It's completely free there's no charge it's just everybody getting together for fun we do raise money for the springs of hope orphanage so if you feel like giving $1 that's that's all you have to give is just hit the donate button and just give a buck uh we've had people do all kinds of crazy stuff last year we had one of our walkers literally give a $1000 donation to the springs of hope orphanage so god bless it there's people out there that're just willing to help at a crazy level and and we love those folks but uh, anyway go see if there's a walk near you. There probably is. There's hundreds of walks all over the world. Also, um, I'm leading a walk on that Saturday in Havana, Cuba. So if you're watching me in Havana or if you have friends in Havana that are photographers, have them come out and join me and my brother and my buddy as we walk. It'll probably just be us three. I'm hoping it will not be. I'm hoping that photographers in Havana will will come out and hang out for the worldwide photo walk but we got a great route planned and we ended a great restaurant and Havana is just an amazing place I haven't been in like 12 years uh, the last time I shot there I was shooting with a Nikon d800 to give you an idea how long ago that was but uh, very excited to be going back okay what else have we got going on I think that's pretty much it so today is um, how to I edit your photos day people have sent in photos uh, they're either RAWs or JPEGs, but they're unedited, and I'm gonna take them through what we need to do to get them to the final image, or how I would edit it anyway, uh, in either Lightroom or Photoshop. Before we get to that, we do have some fun prizes today. They're gonna be given to some folks who are watching live. And I'd like to note, we give away some of the best collection of prizes every week, ever. Like, that's right, this disc. It's the Platypod disc for $18.50. You're already saving $5.50, but what it is is this kind of acts as your, it's like an ARCA compatible plate, but because it's round, it's so easy to use and people love it and we're giving one away. All right, what else are we giving away today? You might ask. We are giving away my brand new book called How Do I Do That in Photoshop. Uh, It is, uh, the ebook has been released, but you can ask for the print book. Print books coming sometime in late November because they print my books in South Korea. Why do they print them there? Because no American print shop would accept the crap that I write. So also we do have this book is in stock, which is my big learn it all about Photoshop book. It's the Photoshop book for digital photographers. It's new, uh, but it's printed and it's here. And it's the big book where you learn everything about Photoshop. This is the book that you were the other one that that is coming we have these early they send us a couple of copies when it comes off press so this is the book it's called how do i do that in photoshop and basically what it is it's one thing per page so you turn to a page and it just explains how to do that one thing this is for people who already know how to use photoshop you already kind of know your way around but you're like i know there's got to be a way to do this you turn to that page and boom it shows you it's been very very popular this is the second edition one of my best-selling books so there's that what else is going on uh we are also giving away uh the on one no noise ai plugin. so someone's going to get a chance to win that i haven't used it since yesterday i use that plugin all the time i didn't used to do noise reduction but son of a gun it's so good it does noise reduction and it does sharpening both so that's for, oh that's kuna's picture right there i believe that is mr kuna's picture on their page there uh anyway we're going to give you a copy of that. Some lucky person is going to win that. Also, we're going to give away a V flat to someone in the U.S. So it's U.S. shipping only. But V flats are awesome. We're going to give the one of these away, and they are the greatest. We have them and use them here in our own studio. Uh, also, you can get a discount if you if you don't win. You can still use the checkout uh, at checkout. You can use this discount code Kelby. 10 go to vflatworld.com and use that also retouch for me is giving away the portrait volumes app so someone's going to win that today but you can also get a 20% discount on their apps go to uh, promo uh go to their site which you have to go to this page it's a clunky page but we're going to go to it anyway it's promo.retouch the number 4 .me promo.retouch4.me, and you can get a 20% discount by entering the code kelby120, right? So that's promo.retouch4.me. So there's that. What else we got? That's it. It's time to get to your images. All right, let me go grab them here. I, oh, ouch. My desktop is a disaster. I'm tr- I don't know why, but it, it is a it's a super disaster. Okay, it's getting better. <laughs> it's the resolution has crunched all my slides together and I've got to find, hold on, I know I can do this. Here we go. We put this over here. We move that over there. We put this in here and hope for the best. Let's see if this worked. It's possible. I think is this it? Yes. All right, give me just a second here and we're going to Look at these fine images. Let's start with this one right here. Okay, so this is actually a pretty cool picture. Uh, I, I like what is done photographically, so let's work on this one and see what we would do. Now, one of the things that you can do, and this is something that I've used for many, many years in kind of guiding me in making decisions about editing, is to ask yourself the question, looking at the photo, just asking yourself the question, what do I wish were different? like looking at this, and this was, I think, a raw photo, because it looks kind of flat, and that's generally how you know it's a raw photo. Um, what do I wish were different? Well, I wish the wood that the bird is sitting on was straight. What is that, a hawk? I'm guessing that's a hawk. Um, that it was. I'm, I'm not a wildlife photographer. I'm, I'm just a wildlife photo editor. All right, so I wish the, the, that was straight. There is some junk at the top that is there. There's also just I guess the rest isn't bad, but the image just looks very, very flat. This should be fairly easy to fix. Let's press command R. I'm going to open it up in camera raw, or we can just open it up, I guess, in, in Lightroom too, right? Let me just see if I can just drag it into Lightroom here. Let's just see, cause it throws people off. If I, if I, even though it's the same stuff in the same order, people still freak out. Okay. And uh, I'm at a very weird resolution. So let's, let's just close this. And we'll close this and we'll look at the develop module. Okay. So, what would I do here uh, to fix it? Well, let's start off with straightening it. Let's go to the crop tool. Now, there is an auto button and it works sometimes. It's not 100%. Let's hit auto and see if it works. That's not bad. Let's just hit return. Yeah, see, I don't think it's, I still don't think it's straight. Nice. So, I think straight would be more like. I'm looking at the front piece of that wood, more like that. Plus it just needs to be tighter on the bird, right? It's not about the background. And that actually gets rid of some of our problems. Though I probably wouldn't center the bird, I'd probably move this a little this way. So the bird's not right dead in the center. And I'm not happy with my crop, as you can tell. All right, now, as a starting place, I generally switch my profile from Adobe Color to Adobe Landscape. And you can see what just that did, watch. See how it's like richer and more colorful? Yeah, that Adobe Color, the default one, I mean, when was the last time you thought the default was a great setting, right? You're like, so I usually normally switch mine, unless it's a portrait, I switch it to Adobe Landscape. It gives you better contrast and better color, just looks better. In fact, here, I'll put them side by side, take a look. So, on my screen, I can really see a difference. I'm looking on the studio screen here. It's not nearly as much, but either way. All right. Then, just as a starting place, hit the auto button. And see what that does. It's better. It's, it's not killer, but it's certainly better than it was. You can hide that, just the change that we made by hitting auto, just by clicking on this eye icon. So, you can see, yeah, it did better. What did it do? It kind of... Yeah, increase the, the whites and blacks and and, and all that. Uh, one thing you can do to make sure your whites and blacks are set properly is hold the shift key, double-click on the word whites, and then double-click on the word blacks. That's that's better. It might be actually a little dark in the blacks for my taste, but I think the whole thing needs just a little adjustment. in. Yeah, the blacks are still a little, little too dark. Maybe add some contrast because it was flat-looking. <sighs> this stick over here has got to go you might be able to get rid of this and i say might by using this eraser tool here in lightroom it's it's better than what we had before but it's still not great let's go see yeah it worked there this also this stick right here is bothering me but to get rid of that properly you might let's see what it does yeah it kind of mangled his claw over there and it's like. It's not, not ideal. Uh, you either need to go to Photoshop to fix that or just leave it. I'm not crazy about this whole thing up here. this this, But, I mean, I'm, there's not much we're going to do about that. This little thing sticking up is extremely distracting. Let's see if we can at least get rid of that. Alright, if that doesn't work well, you can hit the forward slash key and it will try again no no ah geez it's this is what i'm saying it's it's still not a good tool so i would have to jump over to photoshop now i'm going to press command e and see if it'll jump over my photoshop hasn't been opening my my Lightroom files for uh, no apparent reason, by the way, they, they fixed that bug from the old beta version. This is the full version of Photoshop and son of a gun. It will not take it over. So I'm just going to export it and open it the old fashioned way. That's fun. Let's just save it to my desktop or something. actually let's make a new folder. We'll call it grid. Uh, Oops. That name is already taken (laughs) grid two. All right. We'll save it in there. And we'll save it as a JPEG and all that stuff. And then we'll open that in Photoshop. That's fun. It's gonna be like that all day, I can see. Thank you, Adobe. Uh, Let's go to, what do we call it, Grid2. There we go. All right, and we gotta do better than that, right? Let's just try Content-Aware Fill. Let's go here, hit uh, Content-Aware Fill. You can just go and choose it this way. Uh, Just by going under the edit menu choose fill and the default is Content aware. It's already the default hit. Okay. See if that does a better job Yeah, look look at how much better that is now Adobe would tell you that that eraser tool that we just used is powered by content aware fill What do you think? Back to our story now I don't know what's going on here. Is this part of the bird? I don't know what that is. It's not. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Something's funky there. But I think we're going to have to let it go. And I think the last step I would do. I mean, if it were me, I would kind of want to get rid of this. This, I find this wildly distracting. But first, let's see if this is wildly distracting. Let's go here. Hit generative fill and hit generate. By the way if you have any questions comments or anything just shoot them in the thing you know what it does by by putting in a comment there it automatically enters you to win one of the prizes just when you put a comment in tell us what prize you want to win we're not mind readers you gotta tell us what you want to win so if you want to say v-flat or small photoshop book or big photoshop book or weird disc just let us know what it is that you want to win. But, uh, and you don't even have to ask a question or anything. Just say, hey, I would love to win this. And pop it in the comments. All right. Take a look on screen. That generative fill did pretty good here. So you could choose this one, this one, this one. I think either the first or the third one. Either one of those is good. I think I'll go with the first one. Now, let's try the bold thing of the day. Can I get rid of this thing that's driving me nuts? This whole thing up here, I'm not loving. It may be too big of an ask. Generative fill and we'll hit generate. Oh, look, we got people from all over checking in today. And (laughs) that's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. Let's look at the second variation. That's not bad. Third variation. I'm going with the second or third. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Let's flatten the image. The last thing I would do is sharpen it to death. Now, I use a sharpening plug-in. I'm going to tell you that right now. Go into the filter menu. I use either. Topaz Labs Sharpen AA. AA. <laughs> it's Alcoholics Anonymous plugin. No. Sharpen AI, or I use on ones, uh, no noise, and I just use the sharpening one. Either one of those works well. Uh, it's going to analyze the photo. Give it a second here to pop up the plugin. It's going to analyze the photo. Oh, I hit Skyswap. Nice. I bet that's going to have fun. Yeah, let's let's SkySquap's probably not going to work as well. Let's try one more time and actually choose the right thing. There we go. All right. Let's go see what we got.
1: Now, as we can see,
0: this photo which did not appear at first to be noisy is noisy. So, let's hit cancel. And let's go instead use filter on one no noise someone's going to win this plugin you're about to see We're flipping miracles
1: give it a sec
0: look at that look at the difference now i don't have sharpening on i use both so my setting is to use no noise and then the sharpening And let's go look at the difference. So. So it removes the noise and it sharpens at the same time. Let's see if you can see this up here. Look at the difference. Are you seeing that? Look at the difference. Noise. No noise. But you don't lose the sharpness like we used to use. And that's because of the AI sharpening that it adds at the end. Let's go ahead and. I can't actually reach the go button. (laughs) I'll see if I can make it fit. There it is. Done. Wow. That that thing did a heck of a job. It's crazy. And someone's going to win that on this very day. And there you go. And so that would be the final image. Let's look at the original if we can. I'm going to duplicate this. not apply image ay 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 okay let's stop choosing apply image i just mean duplicate all right so that is the finished file let's go find the original from back here in uh just open let's see if it actually opens and there's the original so you know we cleaned it up Cropped it in tight. It's a good photo though. Sharpened it all that stuff, but it just needed a little cleaning up. Just that's a pretty standard, easy, nice shot though. I kind of like the shot, but I I don't kind of like it. I actually like it. (laughs) All right. That's our first one. Let's go. And do we, oh, and we need to take a break. Don't we? Is it breaky time? Is it, it's achy breaky time. We're going to take a short pause. Just mentioning. Uh, Eric Cooney is not here, as you can tell. Once again, the guy has 320 days of vacation a year. He works sporadically, apparently. Anyway, stick around, we'll, we'll be right back.
2: Hello, my name is Mimo Maidani. I'm a black and white long exposure photographer, and I'm one of the instructors in Kelby One. I do have a class for you to watch. You know what it is about? Of course you know, when it's MIMO, it's black and white. As I always say, a great black and white photography isn't simply a photograph that does not have any color. Good black and white photo is far more than that. And in this class, I'm going to teach you how to improve your black and whites. I'm going to teach you to go out there and practice your composition, understanding lights. And I'm going to give you some detail on that. Then together, we are going to do some editing. We're going to go deep into the black and white, though very simple. We're not going to use much Photoshop. We're just going to be focused on Lightroom and also simple steps to improve your black and white photography, please stay with me on this class at kelby1.com.
0: Create a sense of timelessness and romance and intrigue when you do your travel photos wouldn't it be great if you came back with these photos that literally take the viewer away where they look at the photos and they're like where where's that I want to go there you've seen that type of travel image where all of a sudden you're just like you're taken away and what it is I think one of the big things is the sense of timelessness it's where you compose the shots, and it's not just when composing. It's what you do in camera and what you do in post processing that makes all the difference in the world. Well, we just created this course here in beautiful Portugal where we show you how to create that timelessness. And what we do is we're traveling all over the city to show you again and again and again, here's how to create that, that timeless look that doesn't look modern, that doesn't pull you out of the romance and the and the passion of the scene, and, and it lets you tell a story, a timeless story. It's gonna be that thing that helps you elevate your images to the next level, and we've done an entire course just on that. We're all over walking everywhere. We're going across the river. We're showing you all kinds of different scenarios, but it's not just what we do in camera. It's what we do in camera and what we do in post-processing. So come watch my brand new class on creating timeless travel images, and it's exclusively at kelby1.com. This segment of the grid is brought to you by BH Photo, the professional source since 1973. Hey everybody, welcome back uh, to the grid. It's it's a kunalist day. But we're glad to have you here. Nevertheless, he's off having fun and joy in life, and here we are together. Anyway, <laughs> got some shout-outs. Hi Linda. Who's uh, saying good afternoon from Eastern North Carolina? David Fisher from Scotland. Glad to have you here, David. Gail's here from the Finger Lakes of New York. Jackie's here from Miami, Florida. Just a few hot hours from here. David Frederick uh, is saying hello from Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Mariana. Hi, Mariana. She's saying hello from a rainy London. Mariana, when I was there, With my workshop, we did not get a single day of rain because when I travel, I bring Florida weather with me. I don't know how to dress for it, but I bring it anyway. Uh, Barb is here from South Dakota. Tim's here from Dallas. Mark is here from Westerly, Rhode Island. Kim says hi from Wildwood, Florida. Deb's here from SoCal. Jim's here from Minnesota. Salo Lisboa is here from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Glad to have you all here. All right, let's get back to work on some images. I really like this one. I like this shot just a whole bunch. You can't see it, but if you could, boy, would you like it. <laughs> there it is. There it is now. Now you can see there's there's an, an, an obvious problem. His foot is cut off, which is kind of killing the shot. But there's a lot of good things here, including two eyes and a ball, which is a very, very important thing. So, let's go ahead and uh, I'm going to export it. So, I'm going to do this. I'm going to... We'll just do an export with previous. Lightroom would export to... ay yeah Let's just... Reveal it in the Finder and then go drag it into Photoshop because we're going to need to do some stuff there. I might as well now put it in Lightroom. Let's just go to Photoshop. We're going to use Camera Raw for this one. It's the same as Lightroom's Develop Module, so don't let it throw you off. Um, First off, let's go see what landscape looks like. It looks better. Hit Auto. That looks better. And um, the color is a little funky. This happens a lot when you're shooting football because... Like he's backs to the sun and the the auto white balance on your camera makes you think it's makes the camera think that it's blue. Like this is bluish. So you can either take the eyedropper and try to click it on something that's supposed to be kind of gray. That looks kind of funky. Let's undo both of those. That's horrible. And let's just move the uh, white balance. I'm just, I just look at the clothes and try to make them look whiter. Right, they're just they're supposed to be. It's a white jersey, and let me see if I can go a little this way. Just trying to get that jersey looking whiter. All right, let's do a split here so you can see. So it's much warmer picture, but you see how blue that was? Like there's like blue in everything, right? His helmet should be silver. It shouldn't be silver with a hint of blue. Now his uniform is purple, so our our colors much better. And this is a very common thing I see that people aren't, aren't really covering, which is getting the color. You got to get your color, right? If your color's not right, it's wrong. So that's why. All right, let's go to the shadows and open them up a little bit. All right, just so you can see more of his face. And I probably would go get the masking tool, get the brush, increase the, um, the exposure a bit and i would probably maybe even the shadows just pull his face out a little bit i mean he's the hero of the shot there we go i think that looks much better all right so we're getting there let's just go back to our single view here whoops don't you love hearing whoops in the middle of the tutorial you know you're getting quality stuff all right I would like to see the background more blurry, but first we, we do have kind of a composition issue here. We don't need to see that much of the of the goalpost. We, we know it's football. I think we can still get it down there. It still looks like a goalpost and you're not seeing as much of this distracting stuff. And you have to crop it kind of this way and I don't like to get them too close to the edge, but you have to decide what you're gonna do with this other player. So let's just drop it there. And we already have a much stronger image zoomed in like this it's fairly straight it's not 100 percent straight if you're curious this is probably one where the auto uh would do a good job i think you have to double click in there we go you have to double click (laughs) and it made it worse that's nice so here's what it did it straightened the goalpost, but it made the ground crooked so forget that nonsense and let's go back to our cropped image oh now it's really bad okay there we go i'm not going to mess with the straightening because it's just it's a losing battle I still want him to be brighter. So here's what we could do. Go to masking. Go to create a new mask. And let's choose select subject. And there you go. It selected him perfectly. Go down to shadows. Open it up a little. And maybe exposure. Something like that. Just He needs to be a bit brighter, I think. All right. Oh, look, I'm getting a call from potential spam. Okay. Let's click on this. The biggest problem here is, of course, this foot being cut off, but we're going to fix that. We're going to go to the crop tool and we're going to make sure up here at the top of the screen, we have our fill set to generative expand, and we are going to expand. Actually, we can go a little bit both directions, maybe right there hit return. Don't type anything in. Don't do anything. Don't touch anything. Don't move. Don't breathe. Don't make a sound while I take a drink of water. In approximately 12 seconds, there's his foot. There's the shadow. Come on. That's freaking amazing. That is to me. I mean, I use generative fill every day. Oh, by the way, just to make it clear, how much does adobe charge you to use generative fill nothing it's free unlimited nothing there's no cost but scott i read that i get 250 credits you do what happens after 250 then i pay no you don't pay there was an there was an article on the web this week that made it sound like you pay you don't pay now Anytime you write that, people go, "Oh, you don't pay now, but later Adobe's going to hit you." Look, for almost 11 years, people have been saying, "Oh man, Adobe's going to raise the price on that price on that photographer plan." Oh man, they're going to get you, in and then they're going to screw you. It's been 11 years. What thing do you own that they have not increased the price on it in 11 years? Your rent, milk, coffee, food, anything? No. You know what stayed the same? The subscription price of Kelby one. What? And Adobe's photography plan. Now they raised the prices of every other plan like last week at Adobe, except for the photographer's plan. Still $9.95 US a month if you're in the US. All right. Back to our generative fill. Amazing moment. That I, to me, the way it does all that stuff is incredible. Now you'd have to ask yourself about this guy over here shall we try it should we just give it a try because we can always just say no let's go and see how much maybe we get that much hit generate let's just see it could work i mean the other one worked absolute miracles you never know let's go see gosh well, now that it's gone that far, I want the rest of his foot. Ah, We can't make the photo too wide. Then it'll be a pano. But you know it would do it. You know it would do it. Let's just do it. Come on. Come on. It's like I've been saying, this is an image composition saver. Let's go. Because I want to see that second player. I don't want to see his foot cut off. Because this is a good shot. I love the expression of the --OK, that foot's funky. Let's check second variation, Better foot, third variation. You could probably get rid of, away with either number two or number three. They're, they're not great cleats, but you could hit generate and let's try it again. If you don't like your first result, but Scott, you just hit generate again. Aren't you paying? No! you're never paying. There is no part where all of a sudden, Hey, I like that one. I like that cleat. Let's look at another one. No, no. Yes. All right. I'm going with that. That would be my picture. Cause you're not looking at this guy's foot anyway, right? You're looking right here. I think that's our picture. Uh, what I would do to finish this off. Of course, let's flatten it. Let's go in now. I would probably add one more thing, actually. I would probably go and very subtly go down here to effects, and I would take my vignetting to minus 11. Now you're going to think, well, that didn't do anything at all, Scott. Why would you even do that? Watch. It did do something. It took the heat off the edges all the way around. It darkened the edges all the way around. Put your focus on the scene. I love it. Oh, we do have a goalpost that needs some work here. That's unfortunate. Now, what could we do to fix that goal post? Well, you could take this goal post over here. I gotta fix that goal post, right? Take this goal post over here, add a feather so you don't see the hard edges. So let's put a 20 pixel feather, I don't know. Press Command-J on Mac or Control-J on Windows to put just that little piece over here. And we're going to have to rebuild the goalpost. We're going to have to actually just... Oh, it's going to have to come out like over here, isn't it, to look accurate. Oh, what a pain in the butt. All right. So you're getting the idea of what I'm going to wind up doing over here. We're going to extend this over and then go up. So let's go over here, get the clone stamp tool. I'm going to be the hero of The grown, the clone stamp needs someone to remind the world how awesome it is. This is such a great tool. It picks up and clones things over and it's so handy. I use it every single day. Let's make it a little smaller. Bring this over and then we're going to clean these other two up. By let me just hold on. I don't want to close the document. I want to merge these two together. I'm going to press command E e on mac or control e on windows so those two are on their own layer and then we're going to take a little bit of this stuff and clone it right over that stuff so it doesn't look so obvious stuff and we'll get some of this because the trees are different over here and we're just this not working out as beautifully as i'd hoped but we're going to fix it all yeah i would take a minute to do this right which I'm not doing it right, but that's, it's in the ballpark. I'm, I'm kind of going quickly. And then lastly, I would go in here and drop the, uh, topaz sharpen in here and sharpen it up. Let's just try to find my areas. Where's my guy? Wrong guy. Oh, yeah, that did a nice job. That did, oh, look, it got rid of some of the noise. Sharpened up the image. Still looks sharp. You can still read the words. Click OK. And that would be our final image. Let's duplicate that. So that's our final, which I think is a really good shot. Great job on the photographer. And then let's go back here and just... Revert this to our original. That's not the original. That's after I edited it in camera raw. We have to go and get it from the original shot here. There we go. Go to reset to default. There's our original photo. And there's our finished photo. So you can see how, see how blue that shot was, right? You know, if you were going to do anything else to this, (laughs) I might go one step further. I might go to the neural filters. I might go down here to depth blur. I might focus subject. Let's increase the blur strength to really blur that background because that like tent over there is not helping the shot. Give it a second to do its stuff. It's going to take a few seconds here. Just trying to put a little more blur on that background and it does a pretty convincing blur. Give it a sec, wait for it. And let's look at it before and after. See the difference in the bokeh, or the bokeh, whichever you prefer. Yeah, now you got that pro look. Let's click OK. All right, and let's let's look at the difference here. There to there. Look at that. Looks like you got an f 2.8 lens on that thing now. Woo! All right, that brings us up to break time. Coming up next, we are going to look at some more images. We have a lot of great images that people turned in. We're going to look at another one, a completely different one, and uh, we'll take it from there. And uh, I got some comments and stuff coming in. So there you go.
3: Amanda Lussan, your posing coach. Come join me in my latest Ultimate Posing Guide. In this class, you'll be able to learn everything about posing, like pose your feet, your legs, your arms and hands, pose your whole body from head to toe. And also understand and learn how to facial expression and body expression. You'll learn how to pose with props. On the chair, sitting on the floor, lying on the floor. Can you imagine? And you will learn the foundation and advanced pose as well. Are you ready for this? So join me in my latest class on kelb1.com.
1: This segment of The
0: Grid is brought to you by Canon. Hey, we are back. Uh, Scott Kelby here with, Scott Kelby here. Anyway, I got some comments here. Jackie says, uh, I was in New York during the week of the Build Expo and I was able to capture some outstanding photos. Thanks to Scott's A Photographer's Guide to New York City. A big thank you for that guide. I look forward to going back to capture more of the city from that guide. Thank you, Jackie. Uh, I've done a whole bunch of those. I've done cities all over the world. I've done London, I've done Paris, I've done Rome, I've done Prague, I've done Tuscany, I've done all these photographers guides too. So if you're going to some country, go to Kelby One and see if I don't have a guide for you. I give you all the different great locations. I give you a a PDF you can download with the the, uh, exact address, the GPS coordinates if necessary. Uh, a description of it. It's, it's a whole thing. And I've done a bunch of them. Uh, I've done New York. I've done Chicago. I've done, um, I've done everywhere, everywhere. That's cool. I've done it. So go check that out. I've done Lisbon. I've done them all the cool places. All right. Uh, Deb says, Scott, it's Apple asking why you're not upgrading. Yeah. So I wrote on my Facebook page. I'm not up. I, I, after all the, the stuff, I've really given it some thought. My wife and I, neither of us are upgrading to the new iPhone 15. Here's why. The one feature that I would want is the 5X Zoom, which you know I'm not happy it's a five. I wanted a 10. I was rumored that it was gonna be a six. It turned out even worse. It's a five. Oh, but there's more. As modest as the 5X Zoom, it is better than my 3X Zoom, and I would upgrade pretty much for that and the USB-C. However, to get the 5x, you have to buy the larger Pro Max. So I can't get the 15 Pro. I have to increase the size to the Pro Max. Well, I had one of those Pro size, the Pro Maxes, the big ones. I did not like it. It's too big. It's you feel like you're carrying a small tablet instead of a phone. I just thought it was too big ever since I moved down to just a pro. I love the size. I love everything about it. But since I can't, since there is no big reason to upgrade except for changing to USB C, what does changing to USB C mean? I, I got to buy some more power cords. I got plenty of lightning cables. So there's really no advantage. I'm not upgrading. Blech. All right. David says. Scott, I'm red, green, colorblind, which mainly causes problems with the subtlety of shades. Any chance Mr. Adobe (laughs) could add an eyedropper sampler, which puts a color out in word form? Oh, I like that, David. That's a great idea. Good buddy of mine is is also colorblind. He's got the red, green thing as well. Uh, He's a photographer as well. He does amazingly well, you know, and, you know, he's learned how to work around it, but that would be great. Wouldn't it? You know, I know, I know somebody I'll, I'll put in a word on that one. That's, you know, it'd be great just a checkbox and to be able to have a little pop up with it. All right. Jim says, I really like that you do things live, not knowing if they will work. It's very helpful to see. So Jim, that is, that is my life. Not even before generative fill. You try stuff and sometimes it works and sometimes it's a disaster, but you you know, that's how you learn. And also the results are not consistent. Sometimes it is, it is, it's great. Um, oh gosh, I'm just reading this comment over here. Um, sometimes it works great and sometimes it's just a failure, but because it's not consistent, one image it works great on the next image it doesn't. All right. Uh, Tony says, I've heard that using content-aware fill is better than using generative fill when stretching the canvas due to the limited pixels in Gen I. No, no. I don't know who you told you, Tony. You probably read that on the internet. You can't believe stuff you read on the internet. The only thing you can believe is stuff you hear on the internet like this, which is always 100% true. Tony, here's the thing. Uh, Number one, the pixels are limited. All that means is don't make a huge thing. Just go a little bit like I did. You'll never notice the difference. It looks perfectly fine because it's a reasonable. But if you were, Tony, to take a small image and say, I'm going to add six inches on either side, yeah, you'd probably, probably wouldn't, depending on what your edge is, probably wouldn't be as great. But don't believe that content aware fill is better. You think content aware fill would have put that guy's leg in there? Not a chance, not a chance. Do you think we would have put the other guy's foot in there, and drew his leg and all that? No, no, absolutely not. So don't fall for that content aware fill thing. That is, you know, it's funny how nerds will get, they'll, they'll attach themselves to one little thing. Aha, I got you. No, it's just don't do it big. If you need to go big, do it a little, then do another one, then do another one. Don't just go from here to there all right moving along let's take a look at the picture we have on screen and uh there there are basically two main problems that i see here besides that the the bride's dress is blue (laughs) everybody's blue it's the most common color problem the sky is completely blown out and worse there's a car over there (laughs) that's not helping anybody And how's our focus? Our focus is okay. The shot's kind of noisy. It's shot at 640 ISO. All right. So what are we going to do? The first thing is, uh, the first thing I would do is ask myself the question, is this photo about the engaged or bride and groom? I'm not sure if this looks like probably bride and groom, but he's in jeans. I don't know but he's got a vest on. I'm going to say this is a wedding couple. Is this photo about them or is it about this field and this corn and whatever? So the first thing is you're, it's just way, way too big. So let's, if you really look, you're still showing they're in a field. Everything is, you know, all, all the things being equal, they're still in a field, but at least they're close enough. So you can see who they are. It's not like you're looking through a telescope. All right, that's number one. Number two, our, our color is pretty horrendous. So let's go and let's, let's add some warmth to it. I'm going to look at her dress until it turns white and his, and his thing turns white. You can sometimes use the eyedropper and just hit a gray area. Yeah, it looks a little too greenish. I'm going to... Plus, it's later in the day. You can see the sun's kind of setting over this way. We can just warm it up. Let's hit auto and see what we get as our starting point. Auto doesn't like sunsets. (laughs) It doesn't like sunsets. It doesn't like sunrises. So we'll do it manually. Let's go double click the auto whites, auto blacks. At least we got a little of our sky back. I don't know if we're going to do anything with that sky. Now I'm lowering the highlights. See if we can bring some of that sky back, but you do have the bright sun there and it may not be an issue. You may kind of thought, think, oh, well, that was kind of cool. Um, Let's try lowering the exposure a little bit more. See, I'm trying to make the sky look good. Let's do that separately. But I think we've gotten enough of the sky back to where that's not bad. Let's open up the shadows a little so we don't lose his jeans. And then let's try this. Let's go to the masking tool. Let's go to select sky. And let's just see if maybe we can pull down the exposure On just the sky without destroying the rest of the picture. Now, I'm not crazy about the color there. I don't know about you. The color's a little funky. Can we add some magenta into it? And maybe even desaturate the color just a hair. It just looks a little fakey, even though it's, it's, that's the, you know, the real color that was, well, I don't know if it's a real color that was there. It's a color that was there. Let's pull back the highlights a little that's kind of getting there uh it's not super i still think this image needs to get cropped in a little tighter you're still getting the field and everything else right and that's not probably the best crop but this is getting better we're getting there let's take a look at where we started so we're getting there it's a little better right i like to think it is okay couple other things I probably do let's just I don't think I need to do anything else here except for you could go in to the effects and drop in a little little edge vignette just darken it up a little adds a little bit of romance all right and I'm telling you there's still some kind of now this is a decision you have to make do I want to dress pure white because you could do that you could do this you could go to the masking tool you could say, create a new mask, and you're going to choose select people. Unable to select the people in this photo. That's interesting. All right, it doesn't matter. We're going to go choose select objects, and we're going to select her dress. Now, it did select her dress. It did a good job of that, but it also selected her arms. So we're going to subtract. Oh, it's not gonna, is it gonna select her? No. All right, we're gonna say subtract from our selection, the brush tool. We'll get a small brush and we'll just say, I want to subtract her arms. I wanna subtract this other arm and I wanna subtract her back. All right, so now whatever we do is just really gonna affect her gown. A little more there in her hand a little more all right so now what I could do is go down here to desaturate and just pull color out and you'd get to a very more like pure white ish kind of thing I don't know if you need to go to all that that you know that much but it's your call all right let's click open now are we gonna let this truck over here Stayed now now they said it's his truck and they're walking towards his truck to go on the honeymoon. I get that But I, as as a person looking at the thing, I don't know that so This you might be able to use content-aware fill because it's such an innocuous thing We're not asking it to add anything or do anything. Uh that didn't do great. Did it? Uh, we could I guess we could do generative fill But Scott isn't that gonna cost you? No It doesn't cost but I went over my 250 credits. It still doesn't cost. All right, that did better. Let's look at our variations. There we go. That one right there. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Now, here's what else I would do. This is, this, this is distracting to me. This in here. I'm afraid if I select it and use generative fill, what it's going to do is erase that stuff. So I would probably go to the rubber stamp tool and try to just continue it. So let's go down here and just try to, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I got to flatten this out or something here. Let's just flatten this. We'll get it done. I would go here. And I'm using a softer edge brush than I probably should. But I'm I'm just giving you the idea of why that that looks kind of, that's not a good repair job by any means. In fact, I might actually go and trim this area over here so it's not, not so much. All right, so let me just kind of go back and show you. So we were there and I cloned in there. You can do a much better job and a laboratory test rat can do a better job than I just did but that I don't I don't want that thing to take away from their love what else would I do I might soften the whole scene this is an easy way to do it duplicate the layer go to filter blur gaussian blur let's add a nice blur to the whole scene like a 50 pixel blur look how soft that is Click. Okay. And we're done. No, you got to do this. You're going to drop the opacity to like 20% or less. And what it does is it just makes the whole scene look a little dreamier. I mean, you're, you're, you've got some romance going on here. So I think maybe something like that would, would be acceptable. Something along that range. And there's more you could do to it. You could put some light coming in or whatever. But I think that's all right. And uh, sharpen it, of course. I don't have to tell you that. But, you know, sharpen a Rooney. And standard sharpening applies. Yeah, I think we're good. I think something along there. They're going down a country road. They're in love and uh all right let's go look at the original the original would be this shot well i gotta duplicate the other one hold on let's duplicate it so we don't mess with the all right let's go back here we'll close this one and reopen the original which is right here. Let's open it and it's gonna, it's gonna have the first round of edits. So we'll go back to the defaults and there's where we were. So that's what we started with and we're ending up here, which is bringing them closer. It's fixing the road up. It's getting rid of the truck. It's bringing back some of the sky. There was no sky here. And at least we have some of the actual real sky that was there. Of course, we could have done a sky replacement and all that, all right. We're gonna take another break because it's break time. We got. I'm gonna do another image today, maybe two. We'll see how it goes, time wise. And uh, remember, we're gonna we're gonna give away some cool stuff. So if you haven't put a comment in the the thing while we're on break, go put a comment in, and I'll see you after. We're gonna do another image coming up next. <laughs>
2: Hello everyone, my name is Mimo Meidani a long exposure black and white photographer based in beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Today I'm going to take you through the journey, seven years journey of my photography experience. I will show you all about compositions, the secret I follow and the experience and the journey I went through. I've got the shortcut for you today. I found a way to practice and learn about compositions. We are gonna talk about lines, we are talking about contrast, we're talking about frame within a frame, and we are gonna talk about negative space to enhance your composition and enhance overall your photography. So please come and join me on my latest class exclusively at kelby1.com.
3: I am a portrait and wedding photographer based in Valencia, Spain.
2: I do mainly commercial and editorial photography and I retouch up to 100 photos a month.
3: We shoot almost every day for all kinds of clients, such as commercial, beauty, and fashion. And we retouch our work more often like every other day.
2: I used to spend over one hour for one photo.
3: If we want professional results, we must remove skin blemishes. Do micro, dodge, and burn highlight eyes, widen teeth, and even reduce wrinkles in clothes. And this can easily take me up to two hours of work for each photo.
2: So when I saw that there's a plugin for Photoshop that helps you retouch quicker, I was eager to get my hands on it.
3: I had many feedbacks about it, and I found a lot of positive reviews, which made me to consider buying my first plugin. One of the challenges we have at the end of a session or wedding is to achieve an addition in our photograph that looks natural. This is where Retouch for me has become a game changer.
2: I love the feature that you can pick how much effect it has on your photo and you can adjust it accordingly to your style.
3: I saved a lot of time and always end up having amazing results with my work.
2: I am extremely happy with the quality.
3: Now. I am more efficient and have more time to spare with my family.
0: This segment of The Grid is brought to you by Platapod, the world's most compact tripod base. Hey, we are back and we are looking at uh, images that folks have sent in. It's their unedited images, we're gonna edit them. Uh, here's one from my friend Sherry Keene. Hi Sherry. And uh, this is taken in swinging London, baby. It looks like it was taken in Trafalgar Square where millionaires spent. Okay. Anyway, um, I love that she got a bus in there that just says, I mean, this is one of those shots that just screams I'm in London. Uh, so let's go ahead and start. Uh, very first thing that I would do is, is straighten it. Of course, let's go to the uh, crop tool, double click this thing and see if it does straighten. Hey, it finally worked. <laughs> Three-third times the charm. All right. Just double-click right on that tool. If you're in Camera Raw, there's actually an auto button in Lightroom if you're there. Uh, what else? I would switch the uh, from Adobe Color to Adobe Landscape. That's better. Do you see the difference there? Well, let me just show you that one here. Let's just look at that one. What's going on? The... Oh, it's not showing we've done anything yet. I have to do it this way. Color, and then landscape. Everything, you know, it opened up the shadows a little, made the water look a little better. So that's pretty good. Uh, First thing that I would do, because I usually do what, what bugs me the most, is let's hit auto and see what that does. All right, auto did a great job with everything here as a starting place, but the sky. So let's go to the masking tool. I would go to sky. And then I would lower the highlights a bit and maybe lower the exposure a bit. There we go. It's looking a little overcast, just like Ask Mariana, real London. All right. And then maybe raise the contrast a little. So something like that, just it looks a little more balanced. Love the reflection in the water. Love that. Love all the rest. We got to fix this. And I'm going to do a controversial fix after, after that. But I I like this pretty well. I like where it's going. Let's do this. Let's click open. And to get rid of this, I don't know what that is. Somebody's finger, a statue, probably a statue. This is definitely a job for, say it with me, generative fill. I'm using the lasso tool to select that area, hit Generative Fill, Generate. Now, could you remove that in Photoshop using a combination of tools? Yes. Would it take 15, 20, 30 minutes? Yes. Or you can use Generative Fill and it will take 12 seconds. Come on. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. That's nice. All right. There's not much left to do here except for this building and scaffolding. Dare we? We do. Let's go and select this building and scaffolding. Dig a little into the lion. I'm not lying. You got to dig into the lion. Okay, it was stupid. All right. Let's give it a shot. Here we go. Now it's, it's, I don't even know what's behind that, but whatever it is, it's not going to be the real thing. It's going to be something else, but no one will know. Let's wait our 12 seconds. It ain't going to be that. (laughs) Let's try again. It's better than scaffolding, but I'm not sure what it is. Let's hit generate again. Now you could probably get away with one of those because no one's looking at those buildings. And you wouldn't have to have someone that lives in the neighborhood to go, wait a minute, that's not the exact building because even it's in, that's a mess. That's bad. I'm going with that one. So that's our, our next generated one. I might get rid of whatever that is up top there. Surveillance camera. Well, I'm think we're doing pretty good here. I'm thinking we're. Let me move this thing out of the way. You can actually say to pin it down here. You can say pin the bar position so it doesn't keep jumping around with you. I'm thinking we're in pretty good shape. Let's just go back here. Let me flatten this. Let's go back to to a Camera Raw, which would be Lightroom's Develop module. Same thing. Maybe add a little bit of contrast. Maybe add a slight little vignette around the edges. Oh, just oh, so slight. Eleven, you won't even know it's there till you take it away. And then we sharpen the living daylights out of it. Uh, right here. <sharp <inhale> sharpen. And it detects what's wrong with the photo, what kind of blur it was. You can see what it's doing to the Elizabeth Tower clock. And give it a second. And I think you got a winner. There you go. Nice. You can't get much more British than that. You got the bus in there. You got the the Elizabeth Tower. I know you want to say Big Ben. Don't say it's not its name. Big Ben is the bell inside the clock tower. It's the Elizabeth Tower. Named for the Queen's Diamond Jubilee was named for... Don't put the camera on me when I'm making queen sounds. (laughs) It was named for her diamond jubilee. 75th anniversary of the monarchy. Anyway. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. I think it looks aces. There you go. All right. Now, Sherry. I'm talking to Sherry now. Can we go one up? I guess they're all one up, aren't they? Sherry, although I fixed this image, your picture with the long exposure on the uh, London Eye, I really like that one. <laughs> and this one needed fixing, but I, I want to find, I really like this one. I love that you did the long exposure here, and this would be an easy, I mean, this one's easy, it's just the standard stuff. You know, you get the little boat trail here, and but I love what you did with the London Eye. Anyway. Just that was a sigh, don't anybody else listen to that. All right, got a question here from Pixel. What's the difference between merge visible and flatten? Great, great question. So the difference is this. A merge visible means whatever, let's say you have 10 layers, but four of them are hidden. Merge visible will only merge together the ones that are visible. So if you have four hidden and you have six that are, are, um, visible, it will only merge those six. So what you'll have when you're done is those, uh, six visible into one and then hidden, 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 hidden. Flatten image means get rid of all of the layers. Don't leave anything behind. So there you go. All right. Now we have some prize winners. I'm going to give those and we're going to do one more photo and we're going to wrap up. So, uh, the winners and we're giving away a ton of stuff here, as we always do on the grid. Katie Larson, you've just won On One No Noise, the plug-in. Linda Kane Nielsen, congratulations, you won the V-flat. Gail Moser, you won the Platypod disc. Barbara Bloodsworth, you've won the How Do I Do That in Photoshop book. And you can either get the ebook now or you can wait for the print book. Eugene Potter, you won the Photoshop for Digital Photographers book. And Jackie Hernandez, who we mentioned earlier, comment from Jackie, said she would like the Retouch For Me portrait volumes app. And you got it. So how do you get your prizes? Email us at gridprize, one word, gridprize, at kelby1.com. We will verify that you are you. Please include your shipping address. And then uh, we will... um, we will, uh, oh, we'd ask you to do that by this Friday. So by this Friday, please do that. All right, while well, I've got you. So I mentioned earlier those, those travel photography classes called a travel, for, I mean, a tra- it's a, a photographer's guide to Prague, a photographer's guide to New York, to Chicago, to London, to Paris, to Rome, and on and on, and Tuscany, and on and on and on you can just go if you're going to a particular city you can just go and buy one of those courses Uh, they're they're very detailed they give you all the stuff it's not a quick overview it's a full course it's hosted by myself and larry becker Uh, we also have some from jefferson graham who's out on the west coast of the united states giving his ideas of where to shoot Uh, you can buy them for 29 bucks you can buy any one of them you can buy multiple them for 29 bucks each or You can join Kelby One and watch not just those classes, but over now we are over 1,000 classes. Yeah, look right there. A Photographer's Guide to Lisbon, A Photographer's Guide to Prague. But while we're there, look at these other classes. A Beginner's Guide to Photographing Air Shows, The Ultimate Guide to Photographing Kids. We've got so many classes. There's A Photographer's Guide to Tuscany. The magic of mini sessions which is a money making uh, a class on how to use mini sessions to increase your photography business for families uh the wonderful class from uh, mimo madani on photography composition there's jefferson's a photographer's guide to la which is a shockingly good place to shoot you wouldn't think so there's my travel photographer's guide to rome my photographer's guide to chicago Anyway, we've just got a ton and ton and ton of classes, over a thousand full-length courses. Oh, there's London. There's Venice. There's San Francisco. I think there's Paris. There's a thing on model releases. There's a thing on the photographer's guide to Route 66, using your iPhone for travel photography, using individual cameras. There's a photographer's guide to New York City. There's just so much. Come and join us. You've been hearing about it for years. And it's time. Just come on. You'll love it. You'll love it. And if you don't love it, we'll give you your money back anyway. <laughs> so what do you got to lose? Go try it. Try for a couple of weeks. You'll love it. You'll just be in, you'll be enchanted. It's what you'll be it's enchanted. All right, let me find one more image to wrap us up here. Let me find. I've got many images here. Many. Ooh, I kind of like that one. I like this shot, but. It's going to be so easy to fix. There's one. I mean, it's just, you know, add contrast, straighten it. I love the picture, but I'm not going to do that one. It's just too easy. It's like, it'd be nothing. Oh, that's the boss. That's the boss. Oh, I like that. That's good. Lots of good shots. That's good. That's very nice. Very easy. I'm looking for a hard one, right? I'm looking for one that's like, oh, here we go. This is can we save it? I don't know. <laughs> let's try. All right, photo's okay, but the the lighthouse is leaning backwards, which is you know, usually you don't want to go in there because you're, you're climbing up the steps like this, right? You're going up the steps at an angle, probably going to fall out the window when you get to the top. You're going to come out and slide up. dead. So let's let's fix that first. Let's go to geometry. let's go to optics and make sure that we've turned on the profiles first that was shot with a canon 16 to 35 which is why it's looking like it's you know leaning back it's a very wide angle lens and probably it's at 21 millimeters very very wide and then let's go once you've done that you can go to geometry geometry and let's just hit the a button and see if that does it that's pretty close it's not right on the money So let's go over here to vertical and see if we can get a little closer. Maybe something in there, I think is, it's not perfect. And I could go into Photoshop. I'll show you how to fix this in a minute, but that's a lot closer. I think you don't have to be so severe with the correction. I think that would probably get you there and you got a little edge here. Those that you can fix those two that would, that you could fix right there with content aware fill. So let's, um, those are very easy. That's typical content aware. Get the tragic Wand tool, click over on the left side, hold the shift key and go to the right side. Now to make content aware work better, go under the select menu under modify and choose expand. We'll expand it by four pixels. That's kind of the magic number. And then we choose fill. And of course the default is content aware. Click okay, it should work lovely. Done, all right. Now let's work on, hey, by the way, I see some folks making some comments about their Kelby Kelby one, uh, memberships, Sam, Sam Knudsen said, uh, the Kelby one membership is a good deal. It has been one of the best investments I made to deliberately improve my photography. The community is great as well as the courses. Thank you, Sam. And Barb says, so enjoy my Kelby one membership as I jump around with my various choices of classes for what suits me for the day. Let's go keep up the great work, loving it. Thank you, Barb. Thank you very much for saying that. Okay. Back to our, uh, lighthouse. Uh, To to fix this, it's going to be easier than you think. I'm going to go in here, and I'm going to make a lasso selection of the top of this lighthouse. And then I'm going to put it on its own layer. I'm going to press Command-J if you're on a Macintosh, or Control-J on Windows. And what you get is that. Then we're going to go to Free Transform. Command-T if you're on a Mac, Control-T on Windows. And I'm probably just going to pull this side up till it's about straight like that so look it fixed it pretty well the key is to not feather (laughs) because if you feather you'll see a weird gap and stuff now you do have to do a little cleanup when you're done let's flatten the image you're gonna have to do a little cleanup with a clone stamp tool like in here uh, actually, I could have done that while it was still on its own layer. Just go to the layer mask icon. I undid the flattening so it's back. I just hit undo. Uh, get the uh, brush. Make sure you've got a reasonably soft brush. And we'll just paint that that stuff away. Make sure your opacity is at 100%. And we'll just paint that stuff away in black. Let's paint. Uh Let's try it again. Just you don't wanna see that edge, right? We're gonna get these clouds a little more realistic. I'm just painting away that area. It doesn't look too bad on this side. It was just that one side. I'm gonna flatten it back down because this just looks a little funky right in here and just get rid of that stuff. There we go. And you have two of whatever those are. That doesn't really bother me. I don't even know what they are. So that's a whole lot better though for the for the lighthouse. Now, let's go back to the camera raw. Filter, if you will. Let's hit auto. That's better. Just that alone is is quite a bit better. So let's turn it off and turn it on so you can see. See, it was kind of dark and gloomy You know, it's a lot better. Uh, We could go and do select sky. And it's kind of a dark gloomy day. So I, I might even make it a little more dramatic. Let's darken these clouds and add some contrast to make the sky look kind of interesting pull the high, highlights back a little. So now you've got just a more interesting sky. I mean, you're not going to make it a sunshiny day. I mean, you could, I guess. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. But that's okay. And then that's enough of that. Let's increase the texture a bit. Cuz this is this kind of photo this, you know, with the grit of the lighthouse and all looks I think pretty good. Maybe add a tad of clarity just to give it a little shininess and you could increase the vibrance a little to bring out the color. And what you could do, let's just try this. This might be just eh, uh, but let's go and say select subject. Huh, not bad. And then let's go down here to the saturation and just bring it up and see if it brings out those greens and the reds a little bit. Yeah, that helped a little. It wasn't like a make it or break it thing, but it's something. And let's see if you can see the. Oh well, you're you're not. You're seeing both the sky and that. You're seeing all of the masking. So. Otherwise, it's not bad. Let's drop down to our little finishing move, which is adding this minus eleven. Again, here it is before, and after. It does make a difference. Look at that. And. I I think I would probably, clean up some of this junk. There's just some stuff like over here it's just kind of messy and eh like this is messy and eh this is kind of messy probably just do that do you need this sign there probably not you can leave the chair this hunk of wood is probably not like gonna win you any awards this sign I could probably go the cone. I don't know if you need that cone and half a picnic table can probably go too. Oops, I didn't hold the shift key. And so I'm having, I'm having to use the hold the shift key so I can add more to it. All right. So we have a number of areas selected. Let's just hit generative fill and see if it'll clean up our photo for us. If not, If it doesn't do it right, I would go back and do them individually. And it will do them perfectly if you do them individually. Sometimes you select too much and it doesn't work. But I think this will be okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That cleaned it up nicely. Very nice cleaning job. Then we'll just go over here with the regular healing brush, which is so much better than the one in in Lightroom. Just clean up some of this little junk around here. That there. And you, if it were me and it is, I would probably get rid of like this box. Like, is this really helping your photo? I'd go get rid of that box. I'd probably get rid of this cable. But Scott, that's how it looked. I know, and it looked bad. (laughs) So we're going to get rid of it. But that's how it looked. I know. It's a shame, isn't it? Nothing takes away the romance of a lighthouse like a big piece of conduit. I'd leave the rest. I don't know if I need the security lights in my shot. Or that junk. And I think we're okay. I'd probably get rid of these stains too here. Like, why not? I want to keep the character, but I don't want it to look stupid. I think the rest is okay. Okay. I think we're in pretty good shape. Something like that, I think is, is, I might've actually overdone it on the color a little. So I'm probably going to go to camera raw. Let me just back off the, I think I might've overdone the color. Let's just back off the vibrance a bit. There we go. It was just looking a little too, like it looked too edited. (laughs) So let's flatten the image. Let's go duplicate this one. And then let's go find the original. Let's go close this one. And we'll close that one. Let's go find the original, the original, the originale was over here in bridge. We're going to reopen it, but we're going to set this to reset to default. So there's our original before and there's our after it's straightened up a bit you can actually see the flags colors the flagpole isn't crazy and you made the sky a bit more interesting and you know it's not my favorite edit of the day to be quite honest with you anyway we've run way over time so i'm going to have to bid you adieu next week i feel that eric will be with me right here in the studio with stories of romance on the high seas as he and his wife sailed into their 20th anniversary on a luxury cruise ship after they got off their luxury RV as they lived their lives in luxury. Anyway, (laughs) I just cannot pick on that guy enough. Poor, poor Eric. And he takes it with such a plum. He's a champ. He's a top man. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks to everybody that submitted images today. I appreciate it very much. Thanks to my crew, Christina and the gang and everybody here and, we, and our sponsors, of course. We will see you guys next Wednesday live right here on The Grid. Take care, everybody.